Hello again, everyone, to another episode of Harbor Food Services Drive Time for the sales consultants, uh, but it's really for anybody who wants to listen. Uh, now, I previously had a conversation with Brent Phillips, district manager of the Pierce County District. And uh, last time we talked, we were talked about tactics to have better communication in the email and out of email. And that kind of dovetailed us to let's get some case studies laid out. And uh, when I pitched that to you, Brent, you said, yeah, I've, I've got a few things to say about how maybe sales can have a better communication flow with merchandising and transportation and all those things. Uh, paint that picture for us. I always tell people for me, I always think about the most important thing to remember is even though I'm talking to someone from transportation or someone from merchandising, we are still all on the same team at Harbor. So I try to refrain from um, making comments or statements that would say your department or you guys or you over there, because at the end of the day, we all depend on the success of one another. We have to work together as a team in order for our company to be optimal. You know, there's there's a, diff, a bunch of different things that we could talk about. But at the end of the day, if you keep that in mind and if you keep in mind being open to a solution, I think your chances of success are going to be extremely high. So I, I think what you're what I hear you saying is that it's it's important to remind people in these conversations about your common purpose right correct uh you know that so i have this constant restaurant analogy going in my head throughout life it's kind of annoying but uh it's, it's particularly at at harbor it's real easy for me to see uh, an allegory of our sales consultants are like the servers in a restaurant we have people like in the warehouse that may be like the cooks you know and and so these different departments kind of represent different aspects of a traditional restaurant and that's where my that's where my a lot of my background is and i learned way early in my career that when i'm talking to the kitchen i'm not using language like i need this quick story is uh, i was training somebody and uh, and i was talking about this exact thing how to best uh, interpret and talk to the kitchen to you know and uh, just as I'm getting ready, getting into my role, uh, another stressed out server comes up and starts barking at the pantry cook. It's like, I need table 101 salad. Where are they? And I could see the life fall out of his face. And and so I asked him, when she said that, how did that make you feel? Uh, he's like, I made me feel like shit. What's the first thing that went through your mind? It's like, oh, is that what you need? I'll tell you what I need. I need $50 so I can get uh, penicillin for my uh, tooth infection or something like that. The turnaround on it, and I'll make this as brief as I as I can. I readdressed the server who was new to serving, and I said, "Okay, now, so a better way of doing it would have been." And I said, "Dave, how, what if she said this? Call, please, Dave. I'm really sorry. Uh, I rang. I didn't ring in my. Uh, I didn't ring in my dinner at the right time, and they're they're about to get it. Uh, can you help me get table 101 salad out before their entrees?" He's like, "Yeah, that would have inspired me a lot more. Uh, why? Because." He admitted she admitted some fault. She would have admitted some fault. And then she said, we need to do this for this thing for our shared purpose. Uh, and that's my lengthy way of saying this is what I think you're saying. Does that line up? Definitely does. That's a perfect analogy. Perfect analogy. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, if if we didn't have the merchandisers, yeah, merchandisers buying the product, the warehouse people picking the product, the drivers delivering the product and the salespeople selling the product, we're, we're nothing, right? But if you pull out one of those aspects, the whole entire system shuts down.
Right. All right. So yeah. let's play. Let's play a make believe analogy. Uh, can you give me an example of a badly worded email in, in this context? Yeah, I would say if, for instance, and I'm not saying this happens or right. or that this is a particular thing, but I would say if a salesperson says, I need you to do blank because my customer needs blank. Mm -hmm. When I see something like that and, and you're sending that to someone from merchandising, number one, I need you. OK, I would I would phrase that differently. Um, and then my customer, when I hear that, I really cringe mm -hmm. because and I do hear that. I will say I do hear that because as salespeople, yes, it is your customer. And and I, I'm glad that you um, look at it as such. However, it is our customer at Harbor. And right. there are so many different support people that are involved in making sure that that customer experience is optimal. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I can I can picture emails like that that I've gotten. And I can tell you that, you know, some thoughts that have gone through my head are, uh, oh, I didn't know I worked for you all of a sudden. Uh, congrat congratulations on your promotion uh, and then begrudgingly okay take the time to figure okay what is it was it that they're trying to say um, you know when I was a server I would refer to my table and use language like our guests my table sales consultant could probably use that and say my account I'm having a problem with my account our customer needs this can you help me would that be a it would probably take me almost the same amount of words right yeah, yeah. But it, would, it tells a completely different story doesn't it that totally does. And I think instead of saying something like, I need you to do this, um, would you please? You know, just that the basic things that we learn, hopefully, right. we learn when we're young kids, mm -hmm. um, how to be polite, how to be respectful. It really goes a long way. Um, I'm the kind of person where, you know what, if someone sent me an email like that, fine, I, I'm going to help you out no matter what. Right. But not everyone's like me. and sometimes that turns people off and uh -huh. it doesn't make them feel important. It doesn't make them feel valued. Um, well, you know, it, I'd, I'd also, I'd also care to venture a bet that you're probably not you all the time either. Are you? I'm, I'm not. not. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Um, and, uh, uh, what about the other way around? Uh, do you feel like, uh, what, you know, Maybe that isn't that well received. You've and you know I feel like sometimes when a message starts that way that you're gonna you might just get some stubborn pushback, some oppositional defiance. Uh, um, uh, do you do you see that kind of coming on? Like I got a tersely worded email, and so it's gonna slow it's gonna slow whatever solution problem um, down. Definitely, definitely. And I think that's the that's the time when you need to pick up the phone, right? And if, if you're the person that sent the initial email and you, you know, with your sixth sense or your intuition, gosh, you know, that email that I sent, that probably didn't come out right. Or maybe your, your, your leader, your, your, um, your supervisor says, Hey, reread that email that you sent out. How would you take that? And if you do that, and and the other person is is hostile or or they seem a little pissed off by your email. Pick up the phone and just say, "Hey, I I'm sorry for the initial email that I sent. I realize it probably came across rude or it came across uh, very demanding, and I didn't mean for it to come across that way. Or, hey, I was really upset at that moment. 
I shouldn't have sent that email. Um, I'm sorry for taking out my frustrations and my anger on you. Right. That's probably going to bode a lot well or a lot better for you in the end in working with that person or department than just not addressing it. Well, I've, I've encountered that sort of thing before on the, you know, on the receiving end of it. And uh, I can't, I can't think of a time where I didn't appreciate or even considered a net positive towards my relationship with that person when they came back and said, you know what, Andy, I was kind of a dick. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to come across that, come across that, that, that way. Any frustration that you felt, it wasn't my frustration towards you. It was, I was just in a frustrated state. I'm sorry. That goes a long way with me. Uh, I mm-hmm. goes a long way with most people that I know. Um, mm-hmm. you know, something else that you said before, I, uh, um, uh, I think it's okay to kind of reach out to somebody and say, uh, I could really use your help. I think that's more inspirational than uh, we need to do something, you know? Yeah. Definitely. That's also inspirational. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Now, we, we kind of, we kind of cemented this with talking about say uh, sales consultant, reaching out to merchandise, but it seems like this is a kind of, you know, these are kind of standard insights that could be applied towards transportation or towards just about anything, right? Or reaching out to your restaurant consultant, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what no, do you think? It, it, it's all aspects of harbor. Yeah, it's not just sales and merchandising or sales and transportation. It's all departments. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, sometimes we have, I think in life and our careers, we have we have this notion of, hey, this is my team. I'm going to protect it. You know, we, we see ourselves as, okay, well, I'm, I'm working for the sales team or I'm working with the transportation team, so I'm going to protect it. You know, it, it's okay to stick up that mm-hmm. work under you or work with you. I totally understand that. But at the end of the day, what we need to remember is um, we're all just trying to make things better at Harbor. Right. That's it. And keeping the, like I always say, trying to keep an open mind to the solution. If you're thinking about that, throughout the process, even as frustrating as it is. And, you know, the problem solving that you have to do and maybe the difficult conversations you might have to have with a customer or a manager at Harbor or, or someone at the end of the day, if you can just think about, okay, we're going to figure out a solution to this. I'm going to remain positive. I think you're going to bring your best foot forward, no matter which department you work with. There's going to be instances where people don't always agree with you, and, right. and that's okay. Sure, um, that's fine. Does doesn't mean you have to get pissed off and be upset. Um, they have a difference in opinion, you know. But let's let's hash it out. Let's figure it out. I still think the best way to do that, while we like to send emails, is either on the phone or in person. Right. And as we're getting back to that, with um, you know COVID going away. I think we have an opportunity to really, really improve our communication. So. Yeah. And I think probably one last thought to put on it is, yeah, you know, essentially what we're talking about is, you know, giving yourself a quick self-evaluation before communication even starts to make sure that you are ready and on point and you're prepared to communicate your intent and provide context, right? Uh, towards a solution. Uh, and I, I think it's, we could probably also include, a basic line. It could even be part of the part of your signature for some people. Is uh, if I didn't communicate this very clearly, please let me know. Yeah, yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah, I always put. Sometimes I'll put. Uh, if you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach me. You know, right? 
via telephone. I think that's perfect. And then if if it goes off the rails, which it probably will because we're all flawed humans, own it as soon as possible and <laughs> get back on the phone, <laughs> make another email that follows up like we talked about and say, hey, I just realized I did not communicate myself very well at all. Please accept my apology. Um, <laughs> let's talk about it. Or here's what I meant to say. I'm sorry if I offended you. And cool. we all do it. Uh, totally. I've done it, I've done it before. Um, I'm not. I'm not hoping I ever do it, but I'm, you know, it, it might happen again, but it's like you said, that self-reflection on, okay, how did, how, how would I have received what I just sent out? Right. You know, that's a, a really important question to ask. Yeah. And I guess if you're feeling salty or you think you're being funny, make sure you're not hitting reply all. <laughs> that's uh, right. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Yep. Yeah. I've got, I've got all sorts of stories about, about that. We won't need to <laughs> fill it all up. But ask, if folks ask me in person, I'll tell you something hilarious that's rather inappropriate. Uh, Brent, do you have anything else on this topic? No, I, I do want to reiterate that I've been on the other side in terms of uh, a competitor. Actually, we don't call them competitors anymore. We call them rivals, right? That's what I like to call them. All in all, at Harbor, we do communicate with each other very well. Mm -hmm. uh, the, you know, we have our four pillars that are very important to us. Almost all the interactions that I have with people at Harbor are friendly. Everyone means well. Everyone wants the best for Harbor. Um, you know, it, it, it's truly genuine. It, you know, every everything that, that I've encountered in my over two years at Harbor has been positive. I just think we have an opportunity to make that even better and to take that next step to really optimize our our communication at Harbor. Be friendly, get that opening solid, be resourceful by you know providing whatever context needs to be provided for that other person. Uh, be genuine with your intent and honest about who you are going into it, right? And be motivated for the success of our customers, our clients, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. So that we can all keep facing the same direction and not butting heads against each other. Agree. All right, thanks Brent, I learned a lot. It's nice talking about this yeah. kind of stuff with somebody who's as interested in it as I am. Um, Thank you. This was awesome. And audience, thanks for listening to to Drive Time, where we got to pick Brent's brain about a topic that he and I both kind of nerd out on, and that's sort of the small things that can make big differences in how we communicate with each other. So thanks a lot, Brent. No, thank you. I appreciate it, Andy.